you cannot want Donald Trump to run for president and still be okay in my book. But it depends on how you go about that. That is very telling to me, and I'll explain right now. 651 on the Bob Rose Show. We're trying to make Mondays great. Greg Cassidy is here. Hey. Big weekend coming our way for most of us. Uh, Thanksgiving, hopefully you get time off. Family, uh, some good eats and what have you. Try not to get stressed about it. I know. Read all the positive memes you can. Good point. That's a good idea. You know? Yeah. And uh, (laughs) no, I'm serious. And just try to stay uh, upbeat and energized and thankful. Really, it's something we could try to carry through the whole year. But let's take it uh, one step at a time. Former Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan. Now, I remember Paul Ryan, Mm -hmm. young, full of energy, very, very bright. As the country was racking up debt like crazy uh, while Obama was president, and not all his fault, Republicans have racked up plenty too. But my point here is Paul Ryan actually helped to put together a sound plan, a good plan that would help to reverse uh, the very uh, high a debt we were in, which, by the way, was oh, trillions and trillions better than we are today. Seems like nothing in retrospect, does it? So he was, instead of being thanked by Obama for it, he was literally ostracized. Remember one of the State of Union addresses? And Paul Ryan, and he called him out. Yes, I forgot And he about said that. some really like nasty, foul things. I, I just I couldn't believe it. I go, yeah, I know. Obama's a Democrat, Paul Ryan's a Republican, but, I mean, Paul Ryan didn't put that all together necessarily to make Obama look bad, but he sure took it in a very hypersensitive way. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought the way that Obama handled that was awful, and I did at the time feel bad for Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan since then has gotten, you know, more rhinocerosy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, he stepped away, but still... He was a former Speaker of the House. So people like ABC, you know, they'd love to have him on, of course, especially when they know he's anti-Trump. Right. And this is my point. You can say, I I just don't feel like maybe uh, Trump is going to be the future of the party. I think his policies are very sound, and he really promoted them well and and executed them to the best of his ability. You know, I love what... Uh, what that part of him is about, all his policies. If we can get somebody else to take the policy flag and run with it, maybe a DeSantis, then that might be the best outcome. You know, you can come from that direction, and I'm going to listen to you, and I'm going to be okay with you. But when you come out and say, basically, the midterm election fell short because of Donald Trump? Yeah. Yeah. It's Donald Trump's fault? You don't give him any credit. When a, when a Trump candidate wins, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was, yeah, they were a good candidate, or they were probably going to win, or that was an easy district, or what. They always have an excuse. But if they, if they got the, uh, you know, the silver star, or the, well, I shouldn't say that. If they got the, you know, the smiley face from Donald Trump, the endorsement, right. yeah. uh, and they lost, oh, that's all Donald Trump's fault. So former Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan, was on with John Carl on This Week. And uh, John Carl, of course, they always do their little leading questions on the lefty media. The midterms you had, I think, I I saw you had, you know, predicted uh, at least 15 seats were probably Republican pickups. Um, What happened? I love that. Where they go, yeah, so what Mm -hmm. happened? You know, mm. anyway, 
um, Ryan said, a couple of factors. But I personally think the evidence is really clear. The biggest factor was the Trump factor. Just look at Chris Sununu, uh, ran ahead of uh, Baldick in uh, New Hampshire. Look at where Kemp ran ahead of Walker in Georgia. So I think that we have clearly won the Senate uh, had we had traditional Republicans in the general election like these governors did. I think we would have won places like Arizona, places like Pennsylvania. Uh, Now, uh, what we know now, it's pretty clear. With Trump, we lose. See, there you go. Hmm. Doesn't give any credit to the candidates that were backed by Trump that won. And, of course, didn't mention the fact that Democrats poured a lot of money in some of these campaigns um, in the primaries to try to choose a Republican that they thought they had a better chance of defeating, which in some cases that may have worked out for them. But does he mention any of that? No. And it's the same thing as Mitch McConnell said. Oh, yeah, I'm concerned about the midterms and the quality of candidates. Well, what he meant by quality of candidates is, yeah, they seem to be following, you know, the Trumps of the world rather than the, you know, Mitch McConnell's and the entrenched, uh, you know, dug in deep politicians. Yeah, you're darn right. See, that's what the Republicans want. But it's hard to, for those candidates to win in a general election because they have to fight uh, the Democrats, the big money, and Republicans in their own party mm-hmm. because they're too right on. And they also have to, of course, like all conservatives have to do, they have to fight the media's lies and attacks. So, yeah, there's a lot of factors. But but Trump being the biggest factor in Paul Ryan's mind, uh, number one, he's wrong. Number two, I'm glad he reminded me of just what a rhino he is and what a loser he is. And uh, quite frankly, if you don't have something good to say, uh, keep your yapper shut. Capiche? Does that make sense to Paul Ryan? You understand that? Yeah. Uh, one, one too many cheese curds for you, Paul Ryan. <laughs> yeah, it's all you got between your ears.